This episode of the Tech Money Podcast is sponsored by Capital Area Tax Consultants. Capital Area Tax Consultants is a virtual tax and accounting firm that specializes in helping high net worth individuals navigate the complexities of the tax code. While our team of tax pros are well-versed in all things tax, our areas of expertise include rental real estate and equity compensation. With our comprehensive tax planning services, our one goal is to help clients maximize savings and minimize their tax liability each year. At Capital Area Tax Consultants, we believe in pricing transparency and flat fees. Before engaging with us, you'll receive an upfront quote in black and white with a description of any services to be performed. This way, there are no hidden surprises. So don't wait. Reach out to us today to experience a better approach to taxes at www.capgllc.com. Again, that web address is www.capgllc.com. Welcome to the Tech Money Podcast, where the worlds of technology and personal finance collide. Hosted by certified financial planner, speaker, blogger, and self-proclaimed personal finance nerd, Malcolm Etheridge. Each episode aims to make you just a little bit smarter about your money, all from the perspective of the tech professional. Without further delay, here's your host. Hey there, listeners. Malcolm here. And on today's show, we're talking taxes. More specifically, we're talking about the differences between tax planning and tax preparation. While they may sound like the same thing to those outside of the financial services profession, there are several key differences between the terms tax planning and tax preparation. In short, one takes place once per year and is more transactional in nature, while the other likely happens multiple times each year in stages and is meant to be seen as an ongoing advisory relationship, sometimes lasting decades. Tax planning could be as simple as making sure you've appropriately set your withholdings to avoid any withholding issues at the end of the year, or it could mean more complex strategies such as establishing legal entities and holding companies that qualify you for other deductions and opportunities in the tax code specific to your industry or profession. So that's what we'll be talking about today. My guest, Christina Lale, is a certified public accountant, a tax attorney, and a bit of a tax nerd. Her firm, Lale Tax, provides both tax planning and tax prep and specializes in working with small business owners on anything from company formation to ownership transfers to dissolutions. Christina is also the author of the book, Thinking Outside the Tax Box, so you can imagine where this conversation is bound to go today. So with that brief introduction, welcome Christina Lale to the Tech Money Podcast. Thank you, Malcolm. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah, I appreciate you uh, agreeing to come on and do this. This should be uh this should be fun. Uh, I usually will joke when I have a uh, an accountant on the show and, and, and say, you know, we're going to do our best to keep from from boring people to death with the topic <laughs> such as tax. But folks will get it as soon as we get really into the conversation. You really are excited when it comes to talking about taxes. So it makes it easy to have the conversation. Yes. And not only talking about taxes, but saving people money in taxes. That's yeah. super, super exciting. What people can really get behind. Yeah, that's a good point, because usually accountants, CPAs, tax attorneys, even maybe not so much tax attorneys, but we'll get to that in a second. But usually the conversation is like it's from a more pragmatic standpoint. It's like, you know, you made the money, you pay the tax. That's kind of just, you know, what it is. And you Mm -hmm. thank God that you have that kind of a first world problem. But then you do have tax attorneys who I find are usually more outside the box artists, if you will, 
when it comes to figuring out ways to color within the lines and minimize that tax bill as much as legally possible, which is a totally different arena, if you will, versus mm-hmm. we're just sending in the, the the 1040 and the attached documents and see you again next year. Yes, that's exactly right, Malcolm. Most CPA firms and accountants, they do no tax planning and they offer all different kinds of services, which is which is fine. But if you really want to save money in taxes, you really need to work with a tax attorney that mm-hmm. knows the tax court cases and the tax law to be able to apply it to your specific situation. Well, I called you a tax nerd in my intro, but that mm-hmm. may have undersold it a bit because I read somewhere where you said that you like to binge read tax law like normal people like to binge watch Netflix, which made me chuckle like it just made you chuckle. But how is that even possible? Like, how is that the thing that you like spending your free time doing? Well, it really started when I was in law school Mm -hmm. and I was a CPA first, a certified public accountant first, and then Mm -hmm. I went to law school and my colleagues um, and classmates wanted me to start preparing their, their tax returns. And I started take also taking classes in um, law school. The very small classes about taxes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they were the smallest classes there, of course. But I took some classes with some. Um, I mean, the top tax attorneys in Nashville, Nashville, Tennessee, which is where I am from, mm-hmm. and got to see how much of the tax code, which actually ninety nine percent of the tax code, is about what is not taxable and what mm. can be paid at a reduced tax rate and what are the exceptions. And especially if you are a business owner, there are so many ways to reduce your taxes simply, legally and efficiently. So that's what I got excited about because I was able to apply it in my own life <laughs> and start using these strategies, which kept more money in my pocket instead of sending it needlessly to the IRS yeah. um, or possibly even your state if you le- uh, live in a state that has income taxes. And so that was super exciting. I mean, I, we were able to pay off my our house quickly because of that extra money. It made, it made such a difference. Um, yeah. I've had people that they were able to build their dream home with the extra money. They were able to help their kids with college. They were able to invest more in their business. They were just able to save for retirement. Because I can show them how they can save money in taxes without actually spending more money. So some people, some accountants, if they do any tax planning at all, they may say, well, you just need to buy, you know, buy more equipment or <laughs> buy a truck. <laughs> Find another 179 deduction. Right. Yeah. Or, or contribute more to a retirement plan. Well, you're spending money in or- to save a portion of that in taxes. That's not, I mean, and that's all fine and good if that's what you want to do or if you need that equipment. But I help people save money in taxes without spending additional money because that's all I focus on is tax planning and tax uh, returns, uh, me and my team specifically. Um, So I don't offer, we don't offer all these different kinds of services like so many other accounting firms do like Mm -hmm. payroll or bookkeeping or wealth management. Um, so we really just focus on tax planning and preparing the, the, the tax returns so people can save tens of thousands, sometimes hundreds of thousands of dollars in taxes legitimately. And it really changes their lives. And that's what I'm so excited about. And as if you didn't have enough to do, if I understand correctly, like you work with folks through Lail Tax, call that the done for you offering is what I'll what I'll say. But then mm-hmm. because you are the self-proclaimed tax nerd, you <laughs> went on to create what I'll refer to as the do-it-yourself version. That's that's the freedom tax offering. 
Yes. You guys have two. Am I, am I characterizing that, that right? Yes, that is, that's perfect, Malcolm. So what happened is with Lale Tax LLC, which is my first company, mm-hmm. that's where people can work with me individually, one-on-one, and we do everything for them. But we grew so much, and I could only help so many people, and I was having to turn people away, specifically business owners. Mm -hmm. So I created this one-of-a-kind program, there's nothing else like it on the market, that guarantees, I offer 110% guarantee actually on it because it's so phenomenal, (laughs) that any business owner can save money in taxes at a ridiculously low price. You sign up for the program, and it walks you through with some videos, you answer a few questions, and it tells you exactly the strategies that you need to implement, and it basically implements it for you. Hmm. It produces all the documents and any kind of forms and basic instructions that you need to implement all the strategies based upon your specific situation. So it's kind of like LegalZoom, but for mm-hmm. tax planning for business owners. So I'm, and we offer email support, we offer Q and A. And it's just an amazing program that any business owner could benefit from and save save money in taxes. Again, 110% guaranteed. So if you don't save in taxes the very first year, at least the cost of the program, we give you 110% of your money back. <laughs> can, you, can you give me an, an idea, an example of like what type of strategy we're talking here? So I'm, oh, I'm sure. a small business owner who... Mm-hmm. Maybe I own a few franchises, right? I have a few Chick-fil-A franchises. I'll use mm-hmm. as my example because clearly I'm I'm craving some nuggets, I guess. Um, but <laughs> I, I own a couple of Chick-fil-A franchises. And so I come to figure out how to reduce my tax bill because, you know, business is booming right now. Mm-hmm. Um, what type of strategy are we talking about here? Sure. And I've got some free webinars that okay. your listeners at freedomtaxplans.com, they click on podcast listeners, and there's some free webinars that they can listen to. One's um, about 25 minutes, one's about 10 minutes, if they're short on time, that really goes into these different strategies and shows them how a lot of business owners are saving, that we work with are saving money in taxes easily in the and legitimately so but i'll go over very quickly but if you want more more information it's absolutely free for your listeners and um like so one thing you you could do is there's a very specific way you can rent out your home to your business to pull money out of your business tax-free so you're not spending more money because you either are renting or you have a home. <laughs> Hopefully everyone has some place where they're living. Yeah. So even if you're renting, you, you can use this. So if you, when done correctly, it's a way to pull money out of your business tax-free, which is my favorite tax rate of 0%, hmm. so that the business gets a deduction and you can receive that income and not pay taxes on it. Got it. So that, that's just one one of the ways. Yeah, no, but that that does help paint a picture a little bit to mm-hmm. to to understand a little bit better. And it also helps explain you mentioned working with business owners, you know, as as sort of where your focus became, but I from what I understand you were initially working with attorneys as sort of mm-hmm. your main client base and I assume because they were similar to you and you could speak their language from, you know, your own experience as an attorney, but mm-hmm. then you made this pivot to working with entrepreneurs more broadly. What mm-hmm. was it that spurred that change for you? So great question. So I did start working with attorneys because I am one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's in the law school. I started preparing my classmates tax returns and, and showed them how to save money in taxes. And then it just the, by referrals, I started working with a lot of 
attorneys, but I grew so much and can only help so many at a time. And so, and I still work with one-on-one with uh, attorneys and business owners and, and other people, and even the Freedom Tax Plan program that I created, even attorneys could use that. But I created Freedom Tax Plan because any business owner could use it. And that's what I wanted to offer to people and to, especially to business owners because they're so, I mean, I know what it's like being a business owner. I am one. Yeah. <laughs> I, I know what it's like. You work so hard to build up your business and then you get to the end of the year and, and I've heard this so many times before people come to work with me and they're like, oh my gosh, I've got this money in the bank account and then they get their tax bill hmm. and it, like, it can wipe them out. Yeah. And needlessly, I mean, you can just so reduce that because a lot of people will say, well, yeah, I made so much money but where did it go? <laughs> um, so funny a- enough, we get that on a regular. So in my day <laughs> job as a, a financial planner, uh, we mm-hmm. get that on a regular basis from clients who work in tech because the majority of their, not the majority, but a significant chunk of their income typically comes from equity compensation. Mm-hmm. And so they look mm-hmm. and go, Hey, you know, my company's stock has appreciated X amount. And so on paper, I should be doing really well. Like things right. are good. You know, I'm looking at the the net worth statement you guys created for me and that kind of stuff. And I feel good looking at that. Then the tax bill comes and I see how much I owe. And I feel like I don't actually have that kind of money. And so where's the mm-hmm. disconnect? And so that conversation is a, a very recurring theme for, uh, for, for clients that we work with. So yes. I know exactly what you're referring to. Yes, yes. So freedom tax plans, either freedom tax plans, if you're a business owner and want to do everything yourself, or if you're in a specific situation, or what I say is make more than $500,000 net, then that's when you want to reach out to me individually so that we can do more advanced tax saving strategies for you and do everything for you. But uh, in, like I said, I'm just so excited about it because it's the only thing out there on the market where any business owner can use it to reduce their taxes legally at a ridiculously low low price right now. I'm glad you put a dollar figure to it and made it made it tangible because then mm-hmm. I can kind of have some idea of who fits into this box, right? When we talk about needing to work with a tax attorney, it sounds a little bit intimidating probably to most mm-hmm. people who don't necessarily think of themselves as that well off even though again the audience of this podcast typically are people that are are mm-hmm. in that in that bucket and just don't think of themselves that way necessarily but back in season one i'm pretty sure it was episode four i episode i, I interviewed a friend of mine erica james and we talked about how to know whether to self-prepare your taxes or hire someone to prepare your taxes for you Do you have a rule of thumb for when it's time to hire a professional rather than going it alone? Question one. Mm -hmm. And then do you have a rule of thumb for, and you may have just given it to us, but when to know that you need someone a little bit more nuanced or more special than that and need to go the tax attorney route? Because those are two complete, three completely separate things. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So what I... Tell people, Malcolm, is if you, like I just said, especially if you make over 500000 that seems to be a really good time. And that's usually who I work with individually because mm-hmm. we can do more advanced tax saving strategies. We can implement it for the client and make sure that everything is implemented correctly. And then we can start preparing their tax returns. Because usually when you get to that mark, you've got some 
more opportunities for advanced mm-hmm. tax saving strategies and maybe even a bit more of a complicated situation. Or if you have a very specific, very specific situation. So like we have some clients that own a lot of property and they do like multi family investing. So we've got those kind of clients. So that yep. gets pretty complicated. Or maybe they work, you know, they work outside the country sometimes or they have foreign investments. That's gotten very complicated. But for the most part, like the 500,000 mark is a really good benchmark for when you really want to reach out to me and work or work with a tax attorney one-on-one. But anything below that as a business owner and I really encourage people to even with their businesses file your own tax return use freedom tax plans (laughs) so you can reduce the taxes but then file your own tax return because most again most cpas and accounting firms they're basically using the same tax software that we can get that the public can get now you know TurboTax. they're very sophisticated programs i'm actually surprised to hear you say that uh frankly Mm -hmm. I, i think that's a place where I was not expecting to hear you go. And and again, Mm -hmm. in my day job, I find myself repeating the clients quite often that they make too much money and or they have too much going on to still be using TurboTax. And I don't mean that as a put down by any means. Like you said, it's very sophisticated software from where it started 25 or so years ago. Mm -hmm. I just think there comes a point where uh, if you're lucky, where your tax situation is beyond the standard prompts and clicking a few radio buttons to find out whether you'll owe a few extra dollars this year or not, and kind of following along the numbers at the top of the screen when they turn red or when they turn back green and trying right. to play that game. I, that's usually where I tell people, like, if you are at a place where it's necessary for you to hire a financial planner, especially, you're definitely at a place where your tax situation is too complicated for you to be doing it yourself. So I'm mm-hmm. I'm surprised that that's actually the recommendation that you would make given what you do. Well, I've just encountered so many people who their CPA or accountant just does no tax planning mm-hmm. for them. Mm-hmm. But I do agree with you, Malcolm, and I do agree with that. So if you don't feel capable <laughs> of preparing your tax return, then that's that's also a time to reach out to a professional um, depending upon your situation. And if you do have a financial advisor, I get a lot of referrals from financial advisors. So mm-hmm. I, I, I agree with that. But for a lot of people, if they if their situation is pretty simple, like maybe they're, they get a W-2 from a job, and then they have like a side gig, you know, like a small business that they're, that they're starting, again, use freedom tax plans to get those taxes as low as possible. Look, and to increase those expenses without actually spending more money. And then it's easy, you know, you're just reporting your basically net income on your for your business. And Freedom Tax Plans will tell you if you need to, how you need to structure your business as well. And that's really all you need, need to know for small businesses, especially when you get started in anything when you're making, you know, under 500000 Because that's, that's the way you're going to reduce your taxes is by reducing your income or and making sure that you have your entity structured correctly, which is, again, all in the Freedom Tax Plan program. And I talk about it on my uh, webinars. I really go into more detail. Hey there, listeners. It's Eric with an A. And I'm interrupting the show for just a moment to tell you about our newest offering, the Tech Money Guide to Restricted Stock Units. This guide was developed to teach those who are paid in RSUs to develop a plan for how and when to convert those shares into actual dollars as well as how to incorporate them into your overall personal financial plan. 
You may have already heard episode 50 where Malcolm described the guide in detail, as well as his own philosophy and rules of thumb when it comes to managing this valuable form of equity compensation. If you haven't, no problem. We would still encourage you to head on over to tech-money.com and download a free copy of the guide today. There's also a link to it in the show notes of this episode. Again, that web address is tech-money.com, and you can download a free copy of the guide right there from the homepage. In keeping with the promise of this show, our hope is that the Tech Money Guide to Restricted Stock Units helps make you just a little smarter about your money. Now back to the show. So that's actually a good place, I think, to to turn the conversation a little bit, because I teed up this episode as the difference between tax prep and tax planning, right? And tax prep is pretty self-explanatory, right? You're filing someone's taxes on their behalf or they're filing their taxes on their own behalf using a tool like a turbo or something like that that we just talked about. But the definition of tax planning is not so straightforward, right? I've kind of leaned into it a little bit to give some idea of, of what it is and does. And so have you with the idea of, you know, finding opportunities to reduce your tax liability within the, the the legal limits and making sure that you're checking each box that you you're you're eligible for and i guess the gist is really just helping people make decisions before the year is out that will ultimately help reduce that bill when they go to file rather than the the typical how i see it right i don't mean this again as a put down to any of my friends who are accountants but the looking in the rearview mirror analogy that that I always use, right? It's always, I go to meet with my accountant in April and they say, oops, you could have done X, Y, and Z, but since you didn't, this is how much it's going to cost. And everything is, you know, uh, coulda, woulda, shoulda, right? Versus what I consider planning to be, we're looking through the windshield and we're saying over the next three years, four years, five years, these are the things that we assume you're going to do. And so as a way to make sure that you're not falling into that tax trap when you get there, these are the things that we're going to do proactively to reduce that bill before you ever even get there, which is a totally different approach, in my opinion, to uh, working with someone on their tax situation. Anything else you'd add to that, you know, sort of loose definition? No, that was beautiful, Malcolm. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to use some of what you just said. That was incredible. Yeah, I've I made no- this case I have nothing to add. <laughs> Well, I mean, that's actually one of the reasons I wanted to have you on, right? I saw from your your website that your firm puts just as much emphasis on tax planning as you guys do preparation. And I just don't see many accounting firms making it as a, a clear distinction, right? Uh, oh, right. Same way, right? What, like, what are some of the, the activities? You gave us a little bit of it as far as like the, using your home, your primary mm-hmm. residence as the, the business deduction. But then what are some types of activities that you would consider tax planning that are sort of table stakes? from an accountant's perspective. Yeah, and what do you mean by that? Yeah, well, so like as an example, I, I, I'll, I'll bring it back to this group again. We, we just did an episode on the donor advised fund as an example, right? And so we'll have clients on a regular basis because they work for companies where they get paid really variable income. Um, mm-hmm. Folks in tech usually have a lot of variation to their, their pay. And so in the year that you know you're going to have a blockbuster income year, maybe the company IPOs, or the opposite, the company goes private or somewhere in between. Maybe you just have a ton of shares that vest all at once. So you got, you know, you got to year nine and now you've got to exercise all those incentive stock options at once, whereas you, you, you didn't spread it over a few years, what have you. So we know that this particular year, say 2022, is going to be a big income year for you. So as table stakes, 
Mm-hmm. We're always talking to clients about a donor advised fund and contributing oh, yeah. those shares into the donor advised fund mm-hmm. after they've appreciated rather than contributing cash or rather than making a donation to your favorite charity with cash. Right. Let's be, let's be efficient here and use the donor advised fund as an example. Right. Yes. Anything like that from a tax planning perspective, when you're dealing with entrepreneurs, that's just table stakes for you. Like every single client, this is what we got to do. Yes. So, yeah, totally depends on the situation. But yeah, we use donor advised funds, something very similar to that, depending on the situation. And again, making sure that they are deducting as much as possible without actually, you know, spending more more money. And it makes such a big difference. So making sure your entity is taxed correctly. There's a way to you can write off in certain circumstances, circumstances. Stances. You can write off vacations. Mm-hmm. If you have children, there's a way to hire them. There's the the best and proper way to deduct your medical expenses. And so those things really, really add up. So we always do kind of like what I call the low-hanging fruit, mm-hmm. which reduces their taxes. Cause, because especially if you're paying 40%, 50% in taxes, every dollar that you can reduce your income yep. by makes a big difference. You know, big difference 40 to 50 percent that you're saving and then we so we start with the simple strategies first and again when we work with people one-on-one we do that we do all this for them and implement the strategies for them if they do it through freedom tax plans they can very easily use that program which again will do it for them and produce anything that they need to implement those strategies very easily and then when we work with people one-on-one we do more advanced tax saving strategies what do you think the average person gets wrong with respect to their tax situation? Like what should we all be more aware of or pay more attention to from your Mm. perspective? Yeah, great question. So I really cover this in my webinars is how is the entity taxed? Mm -hmm. That is so important. And there's a couple different options depending upon your situation. So uh, let me, let me go a little bit different way then from your Mm -hmm. perspective. I want to get the accountant's perspective here because I'm constantly coming at it from this side and and I want to make sure that I'm I'm being fair handed but from your perspective is there such thing as like too much information or too many expectations I guess maybe is the way to say it I'm thinking about the fact that like sometimes a client might say they didn't inform you about an event that happened in their life because they didn't want to bother you right or they mm. uh, didn't think it was that important or maybe they just didn't know you went that deep, right? And, mm-hmm. and, uh, like you're, I'm, I'm thinking about it as you're talking about entity formation, right? So maybe I've got an idea for a spinoff from my main job, right? So I, I mentioned that I'm a Chick-fil-A franchisee. So I'll stick with that analogy for a second. And maybe I, I came up with some kind of system that helps make Chick-fil-A employees more efficient somehow, right? And so rather than have that flow through my main holding company that owns the various franchises, I decide to spin that off and turn it into an online coaching program or something, right? And I don't really inform my accountant about it because I don't think it's that important. But what I'm getting from you is that the legal entity that I use to structure that spinoff is probably just as important as most anything else. Mm -hmm. So how proactive should I be as a client when communicating with my, my accountant is what I was trying to land on. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, you definitely want to be proactive with us. When we bring on a new client, 
we ask very specific questions. It's very different than what most accounting firms do is that I ask them when I talk to them, if they want to work with us one-on-one or work with me one-on-one, I ask them very specific questions about their situation. And then they fill out um, a couple of surveys if they decide to move forward with us as, as well as sending their past tax returns, mm-hmm. which really, that's really helps me put together the tax plan for them. So I know what I'm, what I'm asking. So we ask very, and they're not difficult questions at all. I mean, you could easily answer them <laughs> based upon your situation. And so we, we ask all those, we ask a lot more questions. Let me put it that, that way. We ask sure. a lot more questions than the, than the typical accountant or CPA does because of the situation, because of the tax planning perspective of it. And then if they use freedom tax plans, again, there's certain questions that they answer that will help them um, and show them the imp- the strategies that, that they can implement and produce everything that they need for the implementation. So we really encourage people to share with us and we're constantly sending emails to our clients and asking them, you know, certain questions. So yeah, it's always better to share more than, than not enough. And with my clients that I work with one-on-one, what I do is because I really don't want them to be afraid or don't want to take the time or don't want to pay the money to ask me a question or to meet with me. We just, we just charge a flat fee. We don't charge mm-hmm. an hourly fee like a lot of accountants do. And that comes with unlimited communication throughout the year. And my clients get a special link that they can book a meeting with any member of my team, including myself. And I can talk to them one-on-one. We can always answer emails and answer any questions that, that they have. So we really communicate a lot with our clients and we really encourage them to share as much as possible. Even their future dreams or goals. We, we, we definitely want to hear about that so that we can structure it from the beginning, the best way to save money in taxes. So what I'm, I'm thinking about here is you and I are talking and we're going back and forth about this and we're, we're sort of playing from the same sheet music to an extent, right? And I'm thinking about like, Anybody listening to this and hearing us talk might be thinking like, yeah, that sounds good, but how would I know if I'm looking for an accountant and how would I know if they offer more than just tax prep, right? Any advice on how to find an accountant who actually incorporates tax planning into their service offering and goes beyond the status quo? Yeah, good luck. (laughs) (laughs) They, they, They really don't. Most... Well, I'm thinking like the the AICPA, you know, also offers a, a what's it called? A, a personal financial planning designation, right? That allows uh, accountants to take a decent amount of continuing it, right? To learn more about their, their client's personal balance sheet and provide some guidance before it's time to actually press submit and e-file the return and all that, right? That's one I've found to be Mm-hmm. Uh, sort of helpful for those who don't want to go all in and commit to studying for like the CFP exam, for example, but somebody with like PFP or CPA or EA in their email signature on LinkedIn could be a good person to talk to. But I'm just thinking like, if I'm the consumer and I'm trying to figure out how to narrow this down, like, I just don't know where I go to find the real difference, the the, the key difference maker that tells me whether I'm going to get tax planning or if I'm going to get once a year the email that says upload your documents and we'll mm-hmm. we'll try our best to have it done before the 15th. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's what most CPAs and accounting firms in America do. They're yeah. not tax attorneys, so they don't want to take on the like because there's there's a specific kind of liability that you're taking on without mm-hmm. being an attorney being 
because a lot of CPAs are warned, you know, never to practice law. Mm-hmm. And sometimes, you know, setting up an entity can be considered practicing law. And mm. you know, people have been sued over that um, or had their hands slapped. So it, there's like a gray area there between accounting and legal services. I so see. being being an attorney, I'm covered with that. I can I can easily do obviously offer legal services, including setting up entities, including tax planning. So yeah, you would you really need to look for a tax attorney. So hurry up and get to a place where I'm making half a million or more so that I can afford a tax attorney so I can avoid all the 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 headaches that come along with being in that gray area. If you're not comfortable preparing your own tax return, then get any accountant, get any CPA that knows how to prepare a tax return because all you're doing through the Freedom Tax Plan program is realizing and learning how to set up correctly set up your entity so then you can easily you know show your cpa or account in the documents that are produced from freedom tax plans how you want your entity set up and then the rest of the the program is just how to increase your expenses without actually spending more money to reduce your income so that's it so you can actually if you don't make the five hundred thousand yet and you don't feel comfortable filing your tax return, you can get a CPA or an accounting firm or an EA to file, actually file your tax return, mm-hmm. but then use Freedom Tax Plans to in- just increase your expenses and know how to set up your entity correctly. So my last question actually has probably absolutely nothing to do with taxes. So you, okay. can, you know, take off your, your Freedom Tax hat and your Lay old tax hat for a second and kind of relax your shoulders a little bit. But <laughs> okay. let's say for a moment you never found your passion for accounting, right? Right. So you had to find a different way to occupy your days, but money wasn't a factor in your decision making at all. What do you think you'd be doing right now? Oh, that's easy. I'd be um, trying to be a professional tennis player or a okay. professional golfer. Okay. Okay. <laughs> if anybody wants to, we can write it off maybe as a business experience. <laughs> I can come. If you've got a great golf course, I will travel anywhere. I actually live on a golf course. Yeah. Um, and um, really got into it a few years ago and really enjoy playing golf and tennis. I just got into a year and a half ago, but really have enjoyed that as well. Luckily, we live in a place in the winter and the summer that has both of those activities. Awesome. So, yeah, I, I can talk tennis or golf with anyone. Well, on that note, Eric with an A, why don't you go ahead and close us out, sir? I would be happy to. Christina, this has been fantastic. I, again, I love it when Malcolm brings on amazing guests and I've been perusing the website while you've been talking and it's, it's really well set up. It's beautiful. So I, I love it. Oh, I'm thank dig you. Into it. Yeah, you bet. But thank you so much for being on the show. Of course, Malcolm, you're the master. You, you got, you got this, you bring on these guests that are just fantastic and will help the listening audience in so many different ways. Thank you so much for facilitating this. And our last thank you goes to you listening audience. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening to the tech money podcast with Malcolm Etheridge. If you have not subscribed to the podcast yet, please click the subscribe now button below this way. When Malcolm comes out with a new podcast, it'll show up directly on your listening device. We humbly ask that you share this podcast and leave a review as this will help other people find the show. You can connect with Malcolm on social at Malcolm on money. We'd love to hear from you and answer any questions you have, and you can do so by emailing them to podcast at tech-money.com. Again, thank you so much for listening today. For everyone at Tech Money, our hope is that this show helped make you a little smarter about your money. This has been the Tech Money Podcast. For more information on today's topic, to review the show notes, or to catch up on past episodes, be sure to check out malcolmetheridge.com slash podcast. 
And if you have an idea for a show topic that you'd like us to cover, or you want to send us feedback, the web address again is malcolmetheridge.com. You can also find Malcolm across all social media platforms at Malcolm on Money. This episode was written and created by Malcolm Etheridge, with the production, the editing and sound controls powered by Proudmouth. This has been a Malcolm on Money original. Thank you for listening. The information shared in this recording and by its guests represents the views and opinions of the guests and does not represent the views or opinions of the host. This content has been made available for informational and educational purposes only. This content is not, nor is it intended to be a substitute for professional financial advice. It is always recommended that you seek the advice of your financial advisor or other qualified financial service provider with any questions you may have regarding your personal financial situation. This episode of the Tech Money Podcast is sponsored by Capital Area Tax Consultants. Capital Area Tax Consultants is a virtual tax and accounting firm that specializes in helping high net worth individuals navigate the complexities of the tax code. With our comprehensive tax planning services, our one goal is to help clients maximize savings and minimize their tax liability each year. Our team of certified public accountants and enrolled agents is well-versed in the latest tax laws, ensuring that you capitalize on every opportunity for strategic tax optimization. We anticipate changes and keep you up to date on opportunities to potentially reduce your tax bill in the future. With a focus on precision and strategic planning, we are your trusted partner both during tax season and throughout the year. So don't wait. Reach out to us today to experience a better approach to taxes at www.capgllc.com. Again, that web address is www.capgllc.com.